Welcome to the Patricia Raskin Show, the program that helps you turn obstacles into opportunities, challenges into solutions, and find answers to tough questions. And now, the award-winning powerhouse voice of radio. Here's your host, Patricia Raskin. Good afternoon, everyone, and welcome. Welcome to the Patricia Raskin Positive Living Show, now in its 15th year on voiceamerica.com. I'm very proud of that. And they have over 300 hosts now. When we started, there were about 20. And Voice America's really grown. Now you can hear this show on iTunes and Stitcher. And my show is also rebroadcast on Saturdays at 3 on, the, on a different channel, on the Health and Wellness Channel. And right now we are on the Variety Channel. So there's a lot of opportunities to hear this program. And you can sign up for the app so that you can actually register and subscribe. All right. Today in our first half hour, we are talking about travel. But travel in a, in a very special way. You know, what's really behind travel? My guest is Dr. Ed Dramberger. He's a PhD. He's a sought-after global consultant, trainer, speaker, and author. He earned an MBA in international business, a master's in hospitality and tourism management, and a PhD in international marketing and tourism. He is a certified meeting planner and a certified hospitality sales executive, and his research and expertise focuses on the buyer-seller relationship of the convention and tourism industry. And his new book, which was published, or is published this year, is called The Destination Diaries. It's a collection of Ed's best travel stories, as well as an instructional guide for anyone looking to turn travel into something more. Welcome, Ed. Thank you very much, Patricia, for having me. Yeah, and I know you've been on one-of-a-kind adventures from walking on safaris in Nairobi, Africa, to running marathons through desert sandstorms. I mean, you've seen seen it all. <laughs> I have. I have. Yeah, there are 195 countries in the world, and I've been to 180 of them. Wow. Wow. Mm. In your book, you talk about the five senses of travel. I mean, we have our five senses, but you say that they're more acute when we travel. Explain that. Well, for example, when we get out of our comfort zone, when, we, when we're, let's say we're in Beijing, China. We don't know the language. We don't know the territory. We don't know signs, that kind of thing. We're on a subway. You have to find your way from point A to point B. And how right. you do that, you use your five senses mm-hmm. uh, so, like that. Um, you know, in our everyday life, going to work and coming home or dealing with children or family life, it's, it's a little different. And we right. let our hair down uh, a lot of times when we travel, when we use our five senses. Yeah. And yet I think that's why a lot of people who may not have all their five senses that is well developed use travel guides. You know, have people help them Correct. so that they're not Correct. scared or worried if they get lost or they turn left and they don't know how to turn right because they can't speak the language. <laughs> sure, sure. You know, in tra- I studied tourism behavior, and th- there's three types of travelers, Patricia. There's okay, psychocentric, mid-centric, and allocentric. Psychocentric travelers will go to the same condo or beach in the mountains every year. Nothing. It's neither right or wrong. It's just what it is. Mid-centric travelers will go to Europe, let's say, but in a planned tour. And allocentric people will get a one-way ticket to India and just wing it. So okay. uh, this I am. Marketers. I am mid. I'm mid-centric. Okay. Okay. I'm good. mid-centric. Well, that's yeah. That's good. That's good. 
And and That's because true. for me, and I think for many people, I don't want to learn it all, and I don't want to be nervous that I I, I need the safety. Safety and security is important to me, as I'm sure it is to sure. many people. So sure. and and sure. if I'm going to travel and I'm scared, then I <laughs> I might as well stay home. <laughs> sure, so, sure, correct. Yeah, yeah correct. Correct, definitely. So, and then, you, you know what? I, I just took some university professors to Eastern Bloc Europe. We did not stay in hotels. We stayed in apartments, Airbnb. We stayed in yep. apartments. Yep. And we went to the local grocery store. We went to the local flower shop. We went to the local theater. And they wanted to live like a local. So it was very unique and interesting. This trip was, you know, in Prague and Budapest. Right, right. It was very but interesting. I, Right, but it was planned. I mean, that to me is very it was exciting. Planned. Right, oh, when you're no, with it was sort of an insider. And we had a, yeah, yeah, correct. Yeah. And we had apartments, and yeah, it was nice. Isn't that wonderful? Wonderful. So, what would you say are the top five destinations for millennials on one end, baby boomers on the other end of the spectrum, and families? I would say, let me start with families. I just did a piece in Money Inc. magazine on uh, Mexico the uh, pros and cons of traveling with family vacation or Mexico. Um, certain destinations in Mexico are still safe. Um, I think Mex- Cancun and Cabo San Lucas are fine right now. Um, I think right in our own backyard, Orlando, uh, the mountains out west for family vacations. Uh, Europe is... If you can afford it, Europe is very nice. Our dollar is getting a lot stronger now, so mm-hmm. that's good in that respect. Uh, baby boomers are looking more for unique experiences, such as mm-hmm. Peru, Machu Picchu, um, yeah. Australia, mm-hmm. uh, South Pacific, uh, Bali, wow. those kind of places. And uh, the silver, I would say, I'm going to use the term silver generation, uh, still likes some of the same things as baby boomers. But, you know, of course, as you said, more of a protective setting, mm-hmm. if you will. Mm-hmm. Um, Africa, they go to Africa a lot on safaris. Yeah. Um, yeah. And um, Europe, of course. Yeah. Why is it so beneficial to travel and live in different places around the world? Not not just that you enjoy it, but why, what's the meaning behind it? Why is it so important for us? Well, th- you learn about yourself. You learn that you can't yeah. read, you can't, everything you see on TV, you cannot believe, or everything you read, you can't believe. You have to experience it yourself. Mm. And you have to... Um, you know, break bread with local people and, and just see for yourself what's out there. And, well, you know, when you, know, you, when you say all, that, all I can think of is Anthony Bourdain. Yeah, yeah. He was, he was one of a kind. He was one of a kind. Uh, and, in fact, I'm working on a travel show right now, um, working to get a travel show right now, so hopefully that will be in the works down the road. But Anthony yeah. Bourdain was one of a kind, and... He was unique in his style, and um, yeah. So yeah, it's it's a pretty it it and he took you behind the scenes, which is what you're talking about, you know. So you yeah. really, really understood the culture. Correct. So speaking of that, you know, sometimes he didn't go into such safe adventures, and so I want to ask you about that. You know, places that uh-huh. maybe we should make sure we have a guide that may not be so safe that, you know, that we need to need to have protection. What would you say to that, Ed? 
I would definitely say that. Um, for an example, um, Israel. Israel's a great country, but mm-hmm. you have to go with a planned um, tour guide and a planned you know, group. You really can't travel on your own in Israel. Um, another place would be, um, let me think. Another place would be um, think- Russia. Certain yeah. parts of Russia, you really can't travel by yourself. You have to mm. travel with a guide. Bhutan, I, you know where Nepal is, the Himalayas? Yes. The little country called Bhutan, they only let, when I went there, they only let a thousand people in a year. And now, because they don't want mass tourism, and now people are coming in. But once you step in, once you step off the plane, there is a local guide that meets you, greets you, and is with you 24-7. Mm. Uh, that's unique in that respect. Hmm. So. so what in your book, Destination Diaries, I know you tell a lot of uh-huh. stories. What is it, yeah. your message for our listeners? Beside all these amazing stories that you tell, what is it you want the listener to get after they read that book? That someone in Africa, South Africa, uh, a young woman has the same struggles and triumphs as a New York banker. Uh, Interesting. Just different, you know, different types, but they have the same desires and the same needs and wants as, mm. as a humanistic uh, being, if you will. What do you think travel has done for you in terms of you, the broadening of your understanding of people and maybe the way your whole, your life and your psyche has changed after being in all these countries, Ed? Well, I, I just, I, I love people. It gives me energy. I, in the book, I, I, I will say this. I'm very candid about this. I'm bipolar, and the travel has set me free from my bipolar, and it's helped me immensely. And uh, with the different synergies of people that I've met and mm. uh, ways of doing things and that kind of thing. Mm, wonderful. So. And, and also, I'm sure... You know, I'll give you a quick example. I was talking to a friend last night who was talking about the Maasai and all about, you know, the female circumcision and the Maasai and how, you know, I was horrified. And she said, you know, I am horrified, but I understand it. And she started to explain the whole celebration around this, that women come of age. And she was explaining it from a cultural perspective of how, you know, it really is an important celebration. And women get all kinds of gifts when they when they come of age in this sense. So it was interesting to try to wrap my head around it from that perspective. And I'm sure those are things you've seen in, you know, in other areas. In fact, I was, are you talking about the Basamara tribe? Uh, I'm talking about any of them that, that any of the Maasai or any of the tribes there that believe in the female circumcision. Yeah, I was in. I was invited to a chief uh, Masamara um, chief uh, hut, if you will, and of course they don't need money. So I wanted a walking stick. So I bought a goat. I bothered the goat for the walking mm. stick, and I wow. still have that walking stick with me. Wow! And it's a prized possession of me. Yeah, you have to respect everyone's culture, whether you agree or disagree, because. Quite frankly, the Western man is the new kid on the block, if you will. Mm. Um, mm. You know what I mean? Uh, yes. The, the West is, yeah, we're the new kid on the block. Just because 
economically were powerful, does it mean that who's to say, um, you know, if you're Buddhist, if you're Hindu, if you're whatever, you, you need to respect their beliefs and customs and, and all that kind of thing. Mm-hmm. Mm. All right. Yeah. We're going to take a break in a minute. So tell people how they okay. can find your book and how they can find you. And then we'll come right back sure. afterwards and talk more about travel. Go ahead. Okay, sure. Um, you can find my book on Dorrance Publishing, Amazon.com, Google Books. Uh, and uh, you can find me at www.destinationdoctor.org or email me at ed at destinationdoctor.org. Okay. All right. When we come back, we'll talk to Ed more about some of his amazing one-of-a-kind adventures. He'll share one of his amazing stories. And uh, we're taking your calls as well. And that number will be given out during the break. You're listening to the Patricia Raskin Positive Living Show right here on voiceamerica.com, America's Voice. Don't go anywhere. We'll be right back. Streaming live, the leader in Internet talk radio, voiceamerica.com. Psych Up Live with host Dr. Suzanne Phillips is an insider's glimpse at a life from a psychological perspective. It's a look at what matters to us. Why do we laugh? How do we cope with stress? Are men and women really that different? What is it about our relationships? How are they formed? How they work out? And why they sometimes don't? Every week is something new to engage you. Psych Up Live is heard every Thursday at 2 p.m. Eastern Time, 11 a.m. Pacific Time on the Voice America Variety Channel. We'll turn up your perspective on life. Have you found the beauty inside of you? Join Bonnie Bonadeo each week for Beauty Inside and Out. We'll explain how beauty plays a part in everybody's lives. Our guests are makeup artists, hairdressers, and doctors. But we'll also feature holistic and wellness specialists and spiritual advisors. You can find that beauty inside and express it to its fullest on the outside. Tune in to Beauty Inside and Out every Thursday at 2 p.m. Pacific Time, 5 p.m. Eastern Time on the Voice America Variety Channel. What's your coffee story? The one that defines who you truly are in a relaxing setting. It's where you share your memories, plan for the future, and talk about the now. My Favorite Coffee Story is here with host Aniko Samoji. We invite you to listen in and share your coffee stories too. Bring your friends or just stop by as we talk about coffee and the inspiring stories that touch our lives every Tuesday at 4 p.m. Pacific Time on the Voice America Variety Channel. Become our friend on Facebook. Post your thoughts about our shows and network on our timeline. Visit Facebook.com forward slash Voice America. You are listening to The Patricia Raskin Show. If you wish to call into our program today, please call 1-866-472-5788. That number again is 1-866-472-5788. You may also send an email to Patricia at PatriciaRaskin.com. Now, back to The Patricia Raskin Show. Hi, everyone, and we are back with Dr. Ed Dramberger. 
Dr. Dranberger is a professional and leisure travel expert who's been to 180 of the world's 196 countries. He's lived on six continents and has left no stone unturned when it comes to looking for adventure and finding yourself through travel. His newest book is The Destination Diaries, which is a collection of his best travel stories and a guide for anyone looking to turn travel into something more. And he knows all about it, the good, bad, and the ugly. Welcome back, Ed. Thank you very much, Patricia. All right. So tell us uh, one of your amazing stories. I know you've walked safari in Nairobi, Africa, and you've run a marathon through the desert sandstorm. So tell us one of those or another one that you think is amazing. Well, I think one that it's amazing. Let's turn ourselves to Southeast Asia right now. And I was speaking in Kuala Lumpur, Malaysia, uh, Kuala Lumpur. Lumpur, Malaysia, at a conference. The conference organizer asked me if I wanted to go to the island of Borneo. Mm. I said, sure. So I went to Borneo by myself with this guide. I went to Borneo with this guide. We went on river for about a day. In that day, we went to this village. She arranged everything, this conference organizer. And I went to the Iban tribe. And the Iban tribe has never seen really the the man, the white man really has never wow. seen the man, you know, mm. and it was so unique because they took me into their village and mm. I was there. I, I use sign language. I use hand gestures and, you know, I was there for two days and there was a funeral at the, at the time. So mm. that was very interesting. I was part of, and it was just amazing to see the villagers, how they, they worked together, how they communicated and how they, you know, their customs and, and all that kind of thing. So that was a rare experience that's in the book. Ed, do um, you think, do you think that those people of that type of people, the tribe, do you think they're happier than we are because their life is simpler and they don't have all the complications? What do you think? I think so, Patricia. I you think, do. I think you hit the nail on the head. Stuff, the more stuff we have, the happier I am is with a suitcase for me. Really? Traveling. Um, the stuff, I had a lot of stuff. I had a house. I had all this material things, and it's nice. I'm not saying it's not nice, but the more stuff you have, the more problems that come and trappings that come with it. And mm. their life is simple. They, have to sh- they need shelter. They need food, and they need clothing. And that's, mm. that's their life. And that's what they do. You and they're close to each other. Time. Right, but, but they also have community. Right, yeah. The community Correct. is very strong. Correct. Yeah. Community is strong. They help each other out. Correct. Yeah. Incredible. That is true. Yeah. That is true. Mm-hmm. Uh, well, uh, do you want another story? Sure. Sure. Another story would be in um, South Africa, Johannesburg. There was a, uh, it's, it's not a risque story, but um, I, I was at a hostel and I met this woman who was disowned by her parents. She was in Soweto, which is the shanty town outside of uh, Johannesburg. And she was disowned because she was a transvestite. Mm-hmm. And I, she, we became very good friends. We played games. We did everything together. And um, it was very interesting seeing the people in the hostel, people coming in, people coming out. And, and that's one of the first stories in my book. Uh, 
uh, the story of the relationship of myself and this young woman and the people that we met in the hostel, the uh, interesting people that we met in the hostel. Hostels are great because you meet people from all over the world there. Mm -hmm. And uh, Mm -hmm. it's a community. It's a community, as you will. And it's very, very nice. And it's also reasonable, right? It's affordable when you go to a hostel. Very reasonable. Very affordable. The only only glitch is there's two or three beds or four beds to a room. Right. So if you're willing to share with strangers, you can do it. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Right. It's fine. Yeah. So. All right. So tell us, um, give us some tips. If somebody's listening to this and they're thinking of going to, you know, a more remote country, um, where the customs and the climate's very different, what would be your advice before they go? Beside research, don't what would you say? Patience, patience, patience. Okay. Don't assume that it's going to be like America. That's the first reason why you're going. Don't assume that everything's going to work in your hotel room, in your lodging facility. Uh, there's four components to tourism. There's transportation, lodging, food and beverage, and entertainment. And um, in those four elements, uh, things can go wrong, and you just need patience and a sense of adventure and life. And even whether you plan it or not, you know, things happen. So, what would you um, say about what, food? Another, Go ahead. ahead. Don't don't forget what you were going to say, but I want to ask you about food, you know, in terms of safety with food and, you know, maybe eating something that doesn't agree with you or talk about that. Sure. Yeah, you, I would not advise you to eat any raw vegetables or any uncooked um, food that has not been washed um, or boiled. Uh, If you see, if you go to a street vendor on the street, Make sure the food is cooked thoroughly because you will get sick. I was Mm. sick in India. Um, Mm. I was flying from New Delhi to uh, Kathmandu, Nepal. Uh, Mm. And I was flying over the beautiful Himalaya mountains. And the flight attendant said, you don't look too good. And I was, I got deli belly. I was sicker Mm. than a dog because I ate Mm. in a vendor that wasn't cooked. It was shame on me for doing that. Shame on me for doing that. Wow. Yeah. All but right. What I was going to say, say is yeah. uh, one tip for flying, let's say. If you're yes. flying coach and you're on a long haul flight, I just published this in an article in a magazine. If you're flying long haul on, a, on, on coach, um, if you sit in the back, I would sit in the back because that's where a lot of the empty seats are. Now, once they close the door to the plane, every seat is available in coach meaning you can take a row, like if you want to take a whole row of three, a set of three or a set of four, whatever the airline configuration is, you can Mm. take it. But you must jockey, everyone's jockeying for those seats. Everyone, right before the door closes, everyone's looking at those seats. So just make sure you sit in the back um, because it's it's better to sit in the back in the sense of getting more seats if if you want that. If you don't, that's fine, you know. Okay. So it just depends. Right. What would you what would you want to leave um you know what what's your message? What do you want to leave our listeners with about travel in general? We escape we escape life not through travel, but travel escapes us. Meaning travel sets you free. 
It sets you free from ignorance. It sets you free from a lot of different things. And we are a global society now. We're traveling more than ever. I can get on a plane. You can get on a plane. And in 12 hours, we're in a totally different time zone, totally different area. And we can do that now through technology. And uh, I would just leave it with, um, you know, we're, we're on this earth once. We're a global community, and we need to interact with one another and respect each other's beliefs. You don't have to agree with them, but just uh, respect them and find out when you travel, you find out more who you are as a person. And that's what I would leave you with. It's been really great to have you on the program. I mean, and again, tell people how they can get your book. Sure. Um, you can go to DorancePublishing.com, Barnes & Noble, Amazon.com, Google Books, and my website is www.destinationdoctor.org. Okay. All right. Thank you so much, Ed, for being on the program. Dr. Ed Dramberger, and the book is Destination Diaries. Read it before you travel. You'll enjoy it, and you'll learn a lot. Again, Ed, thanks for being on the program. Well, thank you, Patricia, for having me. Uh, I appreciate it. All right. All right. Stay on the line for a minute. All right, folks. That wraps up this edition or this first interview of this program of the Patricia Raskin Positive Living Show. Don't go anywhere. We have our next interview coming up next right now, right here on the Patricia Raskin Show. Stay tuned on voiceamerica.com. Thank you for tuning in to this week's edition of the Patricia Raskin Show. Be sure to join Patricia Raskin and another amazing guest next Monday at 2 p.m. Eastern Time, 11 a.m. Pacific Time on the Voice America Variety Channel. Have an outstanding week.